Morning, gentlemen. Afreil Chanukah. Kicking off another Miss Hashem should be a, a great week, a beautiful week, a week of lichtig height for us, for Klai Yisrael, a week of Iris, a week of Shef, a week of Akash Baruch answering our tefillahs and sending Yeshua's to us in Klai Yisrael. We're going to begin together with a Sunday morning Hanukkah edition of the Breakfast and Learn program. Sponsored this week by Yosef Shmuel, Richmond, and the entire Richmond family, Yashakayach. Should be a schuss for you and your family. And uh, Spanish again is it was what the appreciation of, of the coal a lot of things, coal CBS in the community. All, all the things you said before about Yeshua's and the Chalisrael. Amen, amen. So uh, we're going we're gonna to explore a Hanukkah sugi this morning. It's actually um, something that was was uh, inspired, maybe. I mean, today's sugi is really going to be inspired or a continuation of a Shiloh that someone asked me last week, the first night of Hanukkah. And the, the sugi is a very exciting one. The sugi is a very interesting one. It lets us explore some basic topics over here. But the, the actual, you know, the real life part of this, the story part of this doesn't have such a happy ending. Um, the shy was texted to me. And I only saw it like an hour later. And by that time, it was already too late. Uh, I told you, you should have called me. I had my phone on the table. It was sent when we were doing our own hadlock, when everyone was busy doing hadlocka. So I was, I was texted the Shiloh, and you know, my phone is usually a vibrate, so if it rings, it vibrates enough times that I'll hear it. If it just gets a text, and we're all lighting the menorah and you know, whatever my kids are doing during hadlocka. So one text vibration we're not going to hear. But anyway, this is the, the Shiloh was like this. So someone sent me a Shiloh that uh, his kid was lighting a menorah, and his kid made their own cotton wicks in school. They made wicks for, the, for hadlocka school project. So he brought home these homemade wicks. He was really excited to light these wicks. He put them in the, the, the glass cup with the oil. And lo and behold, the wicks wouldn't light. So he made the bracha. He made the bracha together with his family, with his father. And he lit the wick. The wick sputtered. wouldn't go. It went out. went out. went out. He couldn't get this wick to light. Now, as, as hard as he tried, his homemade wick was a trick wick. The one that he brought home from school. It, it, Mamish wouldn't light. So in the end, they had to replace it because his kid uh, was already over, I think it was a bar mitzvah bacher. I don't remember, I, that part I didn't get clear. Whatever, whatever. He was old enough that he was able to light his own menorah and make his own bracha. And, um, and, uh, and um, he, they had to replace, to replace the whole thing, the wick, with the, the cup, with the oil. And the shayli texted me, frantically texted me, so does he make a new bracha? So he make a new bracha. He made a bracha on, on the wick that wouldn't light, and they quickly, they had, a, you know, Baruch Hashem, the first night of Hanukkah, you have a lot of supplies on hand, quickly brought a new wick, new oil, they filled it up for him, and he was about to light the new one, he went, so he make a new bracha, he made the shasanis, he made a, a ladlik nishal Hanukkah, and he, he didn't do anything in the middle, didn't interrupt with anything in the middle, didn't go play dreidel in the middle or anything like that. Um, can he be soimich on the bracha that he just made, or does he need to make a new bracha? So this is the question that I saw an hour after the event. And, and um, we'll get to what I, what I did tell him an answer, and we'll get that is also part of, there's a, I think a little, that is also part of a, there's a sad, sad, sad element over there also. But let's explore the sugi. It's very exciting, very interesting Shiloh, very intriguing Shiloh, right? There's the, is the new bracha, basically, if we just strip it down to its basis, basics, is the new, is the old, is the bracha that he made still active? Or is it, is it not active? Did it get to, is it a dead bracha, or is it an active bracha? Is the bracha still present and it's still waiting for it to be chal on something, to take effect on something? Or no, the bracha, again, already went out the window, was made on something that didn't end up working, and he has to make a new bracha. 
Well, oh, so so good. So let's explore this. Very good. So very good. So l let's let's explore this now based on. So this Shiloh doesn't appear in Hilchas Chanukah anywhere. This Shiloh doesn't appear in Mishnah Brura. This Shiloh does not appear in Shulchan Aruch. But there are similar Shilohs, very similar Shilohs that appear in other areas of Halacha. The Lachar we could use to try to answer up this question by Chanukah. So we have Halacha by Hilchas Sitzis. Hilchas Sitzis is a very similar Shiloh over there. The Mishabru talks about what if you, in the morning, you take a, pick up your talus, you pick up your tzitzis, so you're a bach, you're making a brach on tzitzis. Al mitzvah tzitzis. You're a younger man, you're making a brach on your talus, leisatif, pat tzitzis, and you make the brach you're about to put on, you look, lo and behold, it's missing a corner. It's, it's possible, some of the strings are, 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 are severed, are snapped at some of the critical areas. The tzitzis are puzzle. You see that the tzitzis are puzzle, according to all opinions, according to... Uh, all man to Amram. You have Baruch Hashem, another pair of tzitzis, you know, the spare tzitzis in your drawer, another talus, take out your Shabbos talus. Do you have to make a new bracha? So the Mishnah Bura brings down the following. What's the halacha? It says the Mishnah Bura, Im lavash talus, you put on your talus in the morning without checking. That's why we check our talus in the morning, right? Before we make the bracha, you're supposed to check the strings. So let's say you didn't check. Umatza oisai pasal, Either it was possible to begin with, or after you put it on, it got disqualified, it got puzzled after you wore it. You have to make a new bracha. You have to make a new bracha. Says the Mishnah Brura, if you pick up that sitis, pick up the talus, and you see that it is, you make the bracha, and then you see, lo and behold, it's puzzle, you have to make a new bracha. You have to make a new bracha on the new one. The only exception is if you had in mind when you made the bracha that I have in mind that this or I'm covering all the tzitzis in the whole world. I'm covering all the talisim in the whole world. If you had that in mind, you don't have to make a new bracha. But if you didn't have explicit das that you're going to make, that you're going to, that you're covering all the tzitzis, it's implicit in the mission brewer, even if, even if. Um, you know you have titus in your drawer. You know you have another talus in, in, in the Shabbos talus bag. You're aware of that, but you didn't have explicit das to cover all those talisim, all those titsias, which generally, that's that's always there. We, we don't have in mind all the talisim when we make a bracha. We don't have in mind all the titsias when we make a bracha. We have in mind the one that we're holding, right? That's all we have in mind. You assume it's good. So this is the rules. Mishabur rules you have to make a new bracha. So clearly that bracha that you made only went on this pair of tzitzis. didn't go on the general act of wearing tzitzis. It didn't go on the general act of wearing a talus. It went on this specific pair. We would say it was chal. It took effect. It was nitfas. It got grabbed by this particular pair of tzitzis. got locked into this particular pair of tzitzis. It would seem by Ner Chanukah. Um, you fill up the cup with oil. You put that particular wick in. There may be other wicks in front of you. You're not thinking about the other wicks, right? No one's thinking about the other the other candles you set your menorah up already. You know there's other wicks, you know there's more supplies, but you, no one's thinking about everything else. No one's having explicit kavana that you're covering everything that's there on the windowsill. They're, 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 they're planning on lighting what is present, what is in front of them, what they set up. It would seem to be the same thing, that the bracha that you made seems to be going on this wick, this cup, this menorah, and it would seem that the ruling would seem to be very straightforward that if it turns out that that didn't work, it's like the tzitzis being disqualified. This wick didn't work for you. It's a wick that doesn't work for the Nerchanika. You would have to make a new bracha. Okay, so far so good? It seems to be very straightforward. However, there seems to be contradictions in this. There seems to be a stira. There's another similar halacha. What if you get called up for an aliyah to the Torah? 
and make a bracha on the Torah. And it turns out the Torah is puzzle. This is our worst nightmare in Aratai, right? That's desperately <laughs> It's not even the worst nightmare. It's a recurring nightmare. <laughs> That's right. It's a recurring <laughs> daymare, they call it, right? The nightmare that you have when you're awake. A daymare. Um, yeah, so this is anyone's, anyone, uh, anyone out there in WhatsApp land that is looking to, to dedicate a safer Torah to a worthy institution, we have, uh, we have an address for you. We have opportunities for you over here in Somerton, Philadelphia. Um, so uh, you, you get called up to the Torah. You, 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 um, they show you the place, you make a bracha, and then, lo and behold, you don't even get a chance to read three psukim. And they find a, a, a toast, they find a psul, they find an ice missing, they find that the Sefer Torah is possible. Sefer Torah is possible. They didn't read three psukim? Yeah, let's say they did, let's say they didn't. Either way, let's say they read one pasuk, two psukim. I, I threw that out there because of the we're drifting. Let's, let's leave, let's, let, let's, let, let's not go there. Let's Does not go there. Does it matter where they find it? Um, right now it doesn't. Right now it doesn't. For, the, for this morning's discussion, for other discussions, it could make a difference where they find it. Um, but for this morning's discussion, it's not going to make a difference. So they call you up to Sefer Torah, and you make a bracha. You're making a bracha on, 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 on reading the Kriya Satara, right? And they find them, they find the psul. So they have to, what's the halacha? You have to take out another one. You take out another one. Now, you have a Baruch Hashem. Hopefully, hopefully you have another Sefer Torah in the Arn Kaidish, hopefully, which is hopefully more kosher than the one that, that got disqualified. So they bring it out now to, to replace the one that was found to be puzzle. Do you make a new bracha when they bring out the second one? You make a bracha? Allah says, no, you don't make a new bracha. You make an after bracha when you finish the aliyah like you always do, but you don't have to make a new bracha. That's the halacha. You don't make a new bracha before the kriya. You don't make a new bracha before the kriya. Even though the Sefer Torah that you made a bracha on is puzzle. It was disqualified. You don't make a new bracha. Why not? So says the Mishnah is something very interesting. Mishnah explains why you don't make a new bracha. Says the Mishnah why is it you don't have to make a new bracha? I, the bracha that I made was on a Sefer Torah that ended up being puzzle. It was puzzle, so I lost the bracha. I need to take a new Sefer Torah. Says the Mishnah Brura. The way we look at the halacha is the <coughs> You weren't making a bracha on the Sefer Torah. You're making a bracha on the Kriya. On the act of reading. Listen to the Lamda Shachilik over here. See, your Mesha's getting it, right? Mm-hmm. Listen carefully, everybody. Say, you're not making a bracha, says the Mishra, on this Sefer Torah. You're making a bracha on the midst of reading from the Sefer Torah. If that's the case, Mali Sefer Torah Zu, Oyacheres. What's the difference? This Sefer Torah, that Sefer Torah, the other Sefer Torah, it's all the same information, it's all the same aliyah. It's this it's Kriya, making a bracha on the reading, on the Parsha, on, on, on Revi, on Shlishi, on Chamishi, on what? Shishi. Shishi. There you go, there's a Gabbai over there, yeah? He knows his aliyahs. So you're making a bracha on the aliyah. You're not making a bracha on this Sefer Torah. Mali Mali Acheres. What's the difference to this one, that one, the other one? You're making a bracha on the Kriya. See, we have something interesting going on over here. On the one hand, the Mishra Buru told us in Huchas Tzitzis that you make a bracha on this pair of tzitzis, not the act of wearing tzitzis. So you have to make a new bracha if it's disqualified. When it comes to Kriyat Torah, he's saying the app is, no, the bracha is not on this day for Torah. The bracha is on the act of reading. 
the act of reading, he seems to contradict himself. So if we go, we only have the Mishnah Bur over here by Hilchas Kriyas Atoira that he's saying the bracha is not chal, wasn't nitvas, wasn't chapt by the item, by the object, which is the Sefer Torah. No, it was just going on the act. So you can transfer that act to anything. So if we were paskening the Shiloh of Hilchas Hanukkah, the 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 the, the trick wick. The question, the curious case of the trick wick, if we would be passing that case from here, we'd say, well, the bracha is going on the lighting, not on the wick, right? So you, the bracha is still around, like the Sefer Torah. We have a steer to that in Hilchah So the question is, we have two contradictory rulings from the Mishnah Brura. One in Hilchah where he says that you do need to make a new bracha, the bracha was going on the tzitzis, and Hilchah Kriyas Torah, he says, no, the bracha wasn't going on the Sefer Torah, the bracha is going on the act of reading. And what's the difference? This Sefer Torah, that Sefer Torah, it's all the same reading. So let's say the same thing by the menorah. You're making the bracha on the lighting. So what do we do with this contradiction? And how do we, what do we do A, with the contradiction? B, how are we going to bring that back to Hilchus Chanukah? So Lechard is like this. Lechard is a very simple distinction over here, which may still get us into trouble, but let's go with what we seem to see in, this, in the meantime. Let's take a step back. In, 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 in the realm of mitzvahs, there's many mitzvahs that require an item for the mitzvah. There's mitzvahs that require what we call a cheftashal mitzvah, a mitzvah object, a mitzvah item. There's mitzvahs that you don't need any object to perform the mitzvah, with and there's mitzvahs that do require an object. What are mitzvahs that don't require any object? Absolutely. Oh, that's debatable. What is it? Hmm? <laughs> it requires a reyacha, no? Uh, but yeah. you're a chetzashal mitzvah, so. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's <laughs> No, there's mitzvahs that don't require. No, they're really. Six give somebody a ride, a shwal. I have a chetzashal mitzvah sitting over here in the passenger seat. Six consonants mitzvahs, I meant to say. What? Six consonants mitzvahs. Six consonants is very good. Think about Avas Hashem, Yiras Hashem, not not Yichud uh, Hashem. We need a brain, though. <laughs> That's also debatable. I've seen many people be Makayim Mitzvahs, and I would I would argue that these are people that, that I, I believe don't have brains, but, but I've seen them being Makayim Mitzvahs nevertheless. Um, so that's also debatable. There are other mitzvahs that don't need a Chetzal um, Mitzvah. Mayor David's right. Shema, Kriya Shema. Shema doesn't need a. Uh, is not as a recitation, right? Shmon Esrei, Tefillah, Torah. What? You're showing you need your hand to cover. It's a minig, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so these are mitzvahs. These are non-item related mitzvahs, right? Uh, mitzvahs that don't require a cheftzashel mitzvah, but there are mitzvahs that require what we call a cheftzashel mitzvah. Mitzvahs that require an item, an object, right? Like tzitzis, tefillin, kriyas haTorah, lulav and esrig. Ner Hanukkah. These are mitzvahs, spinning the dreidel, these are mitzvahs that require an item, a cheftashal mitzvah, a cheftashal mitzvah. So far so good? Now, within the realm of cheftashal mitzvah, mitzvah that requ- mitzvahs that require an item, we can further make two categories. Okay, everybody ready for this? Let me take another sip of your coffees first. Very good, very good. L'chaim, l'chaim. Within the realm of cheftashal mitzvah, or maybe a refill, a refill, Chetashal mitzvah, mitzvahs that, that, that have to do with, that are item related, that require a mitzvah item, there's still two different types of categories over here. There's mitzvahs that require an item where the mitzvah is done with the item itself. The mitzvah is doing something with the item. The item is instrumental in being behind the mitzvah. And there's mitzvahs that require an object, an item, a chetzah, where the item is not what's performing the mitzvah, is just a condition that's necessary in order for me to do the mitzvah. The mitzvah is conditional upon having an item, but the mitzvah is not done with the item. 
we'll give some examples. I think the two categories will be more clear when we give the examples. But again, just to, to establish it in terms of the examples, there's a chefta shal mitzvah, which the mitzvah is done with the chefta itself. The Torah says, do some, the mitzvah is doing something specific with this item. And then there's a mitzvah that requires an, an item, but the mitzvah is not done with the item. That just the mitzvah is conditional upon having a specific item. What's examples of the first category? Tzitzis and tzvillin, the mitzvah is to, to wrap tzvillin. The mitzvah is to wear tzitzis. The mitzvah is done with the item itself. Lulav and esrik, the mitzvah is find the lulav and esrik and shake it. The mitzvah is shaking the lulav and esrik. That's category A in terms of chetzah shal mitzvah. What are examples of a mitzvah which requires an item, but the, the, the item is just a condition that I need to do for, for the performance of the mitzvah, but not, not that the mitzvah is done directly with the item. An example of that would be tekiah shoifer, blowing the shoifer. What's the mitzvah of blowing the shoifer? The mitzvah is take a shoifer and blow it. The mitzvah is to hear sounds that are produced by a shoifer. The mitzvah is hearing sounds that are produced by a shoifer. So the shoifer over there is what we call a tanai ba'alma. That's just a condition. To fulfill the mitzvah of shemiyas kol shoifer, it's predicated, conditional upon the fact that you have a shoifer that someone blew to produce that noise, but the mitzvah ultimately is hearing noise that came from the shoifer. Said differently, what, what, as opposed to what, if shoifer would be like tits and film, then that would mean the mitzvah is blow the shoifer, find a shoifer and blow it. The Torah wants me to blow a shoifer, but that's not what the mitzvah is. The mitzvah isn't find a shoifer and blow it. The mitzvah is hear noise that was produced by a shoifer. Everybody hear the difference? So that's category B in terms of cheftah shal mitzvah. That's a mitzvah item that is, can, that, that is a necessary condition that is needed to perform the mitzvah, but the mitzvah is not do something with this item. Okay, so lulav, tzvillin, tzitzis, do something with this item, do something with this item. Shoifer, not to do something with this item, but I can't do the mitzvah without this item. Um, <clears throat> a sukkah would also be like a shoifer, right? The mitzvah isn't do something with the sukkah, the mitzvah is to sit in the sukkah, I, I can't to live in the sukkah for seven days to do my eating, my sleeping, my learning in the sukkah. But not to take the sukkah and do something with the sukkah, but for me, to do my living activities, I, I, has to, I have to find the sukkah, I have to do it in the sukkah. But the mitzvah is in my activities in the sukkah. The sukkah is conditional, and the mitzvah, the shreif is conditional to do the mitzvah, as opposed to lulav, tzitzah, tzvillin, the mitzvah is do something with these items. You have to build the sukkah, though? You have to build the sukkah. Yeah, but what if you find the sukkah that's already built? But isn't there a mitzvah to build the sukkah? Yishami says there's a mitzvah to build the sukkah, yeah. It could be the Babli argues on that. But yeah, there is maybe a mitzvah to build a sukkah, but, but even if I find a, mitzvah, a sukkah that was pre-built, then, then I can still get the mitzvah in there. Okay. Kriya um, Satoira. I can't do Kriya Satoira. Kriya Satoira is a mitzvah in the Rabbanant, a mitzvah to read from the Torah. There's, there's some parshas that are Daraisa to read from the Torah. Is, Kriya Satoira is category A or category B. It requires a mitzvah item for sure, so it's under the general umbrella of Chef Tashal Mitzvah. You can't do Kriya Satoira without a kosher Sefer Torah. But is it a mitzvah in which the mitzvah is do something with the, the, the Sefer Torah like tzitzis and tefillin and luv and ezek, or is it the mitzvah requires a kosher Sefer Torah but the mitzvah is not doing something with the Sefer Torah like a shoifer? Is it category A, category B, Kriya Satoira? Category B. Diplomat, the diplomat over here. He's hedging his bets. No, it has to be right. That's, it's always the answer. Wait, so it's not a machlekes? I don't believe it's a machlekes. I don't believe this one's a machlekes. Well, let's just go with svara. Let's go with svara. Forget about the machlekes answer, right? There was, um, there was um, a... Um, someone once spoke by a Torah Masara convention. This is years ago. 
and they said their biggest hatzlach, they were like a seventh grade teacher, and whenever they would ask questions that they wouldn't know, they would always say it's machlekes, because they were always right. <laughs> but this time it's not right, though. This, this time it's not correct. This time it's not correct. Yeah. The, the mitzvah, Kriyas HaToyrah, is category B. What's the mitzvah? The mitzvah is to, to read, to do Kriyas HaToyrah B'tzibor. Um, it's conditional upon having a kosher Sefer Torah, but the mitzvah isn't take the Sefer Torah and do something with the Sefer Torah, like, like, you know, like, like it's a lulav in an esrig. Do a Kriya with the Sefer Torah. No, the mitzvah is Kriya. The mitzvah is to read, to read Torah, to share Torah information, right? To disseminate Torah information, grada, that requires having a kosher Torah in front of me. But the mitzvah is the Kriya, not the shimush b'sefer Torah. It's 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 in the category of the shoifer and the and the sukkah, not the category of tzitzis, tefillin, and lulav and esrog. So far, so good, Clor. Hagwa. I'm not talking about hagwa. I'm not talking about hagwa. We're talking about kriyas haTorah. Kriyas haTorah. Um, kriyas haTorah. So the mitzvah kriyas haTorah. There's no mitzvah for everybody to lean. There's no mitzvah for everybody to lean. What do you mean? Shows you also that it's not like a mitzvah. To be mishtamish, you mean a personal mitzvah in me that right. I should. Everybody should lean. Everybody should read. Everybody uh, should be mishtamish with the Torah Sefer Torah. That's right. It's a mitzvah for the tzibur to hear kriya. <laughs> what Avishin means to say, if I'm understanding you correctly, you're saying that that if it would be a mitzvah of shimush in the Sefer Torah, so maybe we should all try to be involved in that. But that's not something you could share with the tzibur. If the mitzvah is kriya, which Gerad has done from a Sefer Torah, so that kriya we're all doing kriya together. Yes, very good, very good. Um, it's also, that's, that's a, a, a further support, uh, argument that gives further support to this. So it's not a machlekas. I don't, I don't think it's a machlekas. Anyway. Somewhere. <laughs> so you're, 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 you're the bar plukta. You're, you're, you're the bar plukta. You can be the bar plukta. Um, but in any case, for, 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 for our purposes right now, we're going to go with the pashlis. The pashlis, kriyas Torah fits into category B, the mitzvah to do kriya. Grada, I can't do Kriya unless I'm doing it from a kosher Torah. The same way I can't hear the shoifer unless it's from a, something that's called the shoifer. I can't get the mitzvah of living in the sukkah unless I'm in something that's called the sukkah. But, but it's incidental to the mitzvah. It's a tanai. It's a condition that needs to be met. So that's the case of Baisa. We can take this a step for this. You can say something very gishmak and very zis. Say it like this. So we see a, what seems to be a scene in the Mishnah Buddha. The Mishnah Buddha says if you make a bracha on one pair of tzitzis and it turns out it's a puzzle, you grab another one. If you didn't have that specifically in mind, which we never do, you have to make a new bracha. But the Mishnah Buddha says at the same time that if you make a bracha on a safer turn and it turns out it's a puzzle, then we bring a new one. You don't have to make a bracha on a new one because we had in mind the Kriya, not the safer. What, what, and, and, Hanukkah's going to be like this or like that. Well, there's a contradiction in the Mishnah Buddha. The bracha's going on the item, the bracha's going on the activity. Here he says the item, here he says the activity. The terrence is, depends if you category A or category B. Very gishmak. Category A, if it's a cheftashal mitzvah, mitzvah item which is used, which is intrinsic to the mitzvah, the mitzvah is, take a lulav and again, shake it. Take tzitzis and wear it. Take tulin and wrap them. Then, yes, the bracha is in the item itself because the bracha was on, because the mitzvah is to use the item. But if it's category B, where the item is only incidental to the ma'isah mitzvah, the, the ma'isah mitzvah, the activity is just kriya, read, and I happen to have to need a safer turn in front of me, but that's incidental to the mitzvah, it's just a tanai, condition ba'amah. So we'd say the bracha isn't going on the cheft, the bracha's not going on, it's not taking effect on the item itself, the bracha is indeed on the activity, as the Mishnah Bruce says in Hilchas Kriya Satayra. And therefore, even if we have to make a switcheroo and bring in a new safer Torah, ma'ali's safer zoom, ma'ali's safer achers, the bracha was on the kriya, and the activity, none on the item. So far, so good. Now, getting back to Ner Hanukkah, what's Ner Hanukkah? Ner Hanukkah is category A, category B. Ner Hanukkah is category A. Ner Hanukkah, what the mitzvah is, that I don't know. Would you say category B? That would be very awkward. Category B would be the, the, 
Gishaminisa. Yeah, it's Gishmak, that's a lambdish, but, 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 but I, I don't believe it's correct, though. It is very Gishmak, but the Taitsa, that's a Taitsa. We want, uh, Mayor Dove is arguing. For this, he gets, uh, he gets, he gets the, he, for this, he, for this, he, for this, I think, he, he, yeah, I'm, speaking, I, I'm not saying I agree with him, I'm just speaking at where he's coming from. Calm down. <laughs> uh, for, for this, he gets the honorific, I think, even, Rib Mayor David. Rib Mayor David is, is, um, Suggest he's saying Gar Lamdish. He's saying Gar Lamdish over here. He's saying. Until we shlug you up. Keep it until. <laughs> so, uh, so Mayor David is saying, no, I'm about to shlug up. But anyway, he's, he's saying, uh, he's saying, um, he's not, but it is very impressive. Gar Lamdish as far, he's saying that the mitzvah is presumenisa. To do presumenisa, incidentally, you need, you need this, the, 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 the candles and the wicks and the oil. But the mitzvah is presumenisa, and this is conditional for that. L'chaira, l'chaira, that's going a little too far, I believe. Presumenisa is certainly the result, the effect that we want. And it does dictate a little bit of the parameters. But but at the end of the day, the mitzvah is hadlaka. We find all kinds of discussions. Hadlaka is a mitzvah, hadnacha is a mitzvah. The mitzvah is to do a maisa hadlaka. And, 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 and the biggest giveaway is the nusach that we make in, of the bracha. What's the bracha that we make? What's the bracha that you made last night? Lahadlik, lahadlik ner shochanika. So that seems to be the biggest giveaway that the mitzvah is the hadlaka of Adam. Presumably, is the toitso. We call that the toitso, um, the um, the result. Um, but you can hang on to the Reb Meir David for the time being. You can hang on to the Reb. It was a nice. It was. It was a very. It was still lumdish. But anyway, ner shochanika is certainly certainly the nus we see from the way we make the bracha, and from all the discussions on It's category A. Not category B. It's a mitzvah which is is um, a where the mitzvah directly involves the item. Do something with this item. Take oil, take wicks, take candles, and light them. The mitzvah is to light the item. Wear the tzitzis, wrap the tefillin, shake the lulav, light the menorah, as opposed to shayver. The mitzvah isn't below the shayver. The mitzvah is here, sand that was produced by blowing the shayver. I give another nafkamina of this, of category and category B. Geshmak and nafkamina. Can you do a mitzvah? With a stolen item. Huh. What? What about other mitzvahs? So can you do mitzvahs with stolen so items? So oh, can Chaimander, before you get busy, you want to give? We should get a picture of this. We should get one before Rabbi Shane left. Anyway, someone want to give a camera to Chaimander? We should get this for the Hamodia. What? Why? Because he say brachas. Yeah, it's not mitzvah b'avir. It's not Still allowed to do it. Also, I don't even know if putting publishing the picture in Hamadia is a mitzvah. Even altogether, I'm not sure if you're right about that. Enough. Anyway, okay, make it look like you're learning, though, guys. Okay, make it look like we're learning. Matter whether or not you know that I've stolen. Well, if you don't know, it's like eating something you think is kosher and turns out it's strafe, right? Okay, so but we're talking about if you know, can you do a mitzvah? Generally, you can't do a mitzvah with a stolen item because. Because, um, um, because, um, 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 what's the Lushan again? There's a myth of a Bavir, but there's a Lushan from a Pasuk also. Um, you can't do a mitzvah with something shkaych. I mean, it should be good bench for the brachas. Um, so, um, Normally, you can't do a mitzvah with something that's stolen because mitzvah uh, baveira, or because um, it's 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 a. Uh, there's another lashon. I'm not. Gemara says a lashon that it's it's a it's a disgrace to use 
um, yeah, there was a Beit Beirach, but this other one that comes from Hakrivei um, Unolav Techo Secho, that Hayirtzecho, Hayisafonecho, you can't use stolen goods to appease God. However, a stolen shoifer could be used for the mitzvah. Why? Because the Gemara says, why? Exactly. The mitzvah is not using the shoifer. The mitzvah is just hearing the coil. Gemara says, you can't steal sound. You can't steal sound from somebody. And the mitzvah is not the shoifer. The mitzvah is hearing the sound. So that's just, again, that just further allows us to get our heads around the difference between category and category B. Whereas stolen lulav and esrik, stolen tzitzah, stolen tzitzah, you can't do mitzvahs with that because the mitzvah is in the item itself. Using a stolen item to do the mitzvah with, with the shoifer, the mitzvah is not with the shoifer per se, it's the sand that comes from the shoifer, so that's why stolen shoifer actually works. Um, if you had five love right in your hand and you made a bracha, so it's not hal because it's in, it has to be one chavza. If you only had a mind to use this one, then yes, it would be like the titsis. How about five and you made a bracha? If you were holding all five? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, then you made the bracha on all five. You can, then you don't have to make a new bracha. You don't have to make a new bracha. But if, if you did it like how most people do it, how do most people do it? Most people have one Lulav and Esrig, right? I think the G'dayli Ador would have five Lulav and Esrig in, in front of them, right? Rebbe Yashiv, Rebbe Chaim, Kanyeski, they would have the, you know, Moroccan. exactly, the, the Teimadish one, the Moroccan one, they would have the one that came from this paradise, from this paradise, that. So if you have five in front of you, and one of them turns out to be possible, the bracha is still okay, because it's like the Mishnah Bruce said, if you have them all in mind, you have them all in mind. But if you're like most of us, the Hamaynam, we, we got our one Lulav and Esrig, our one modest lulav and ezrig, and and uh, we make a bracha, and it turns out it was puzzle, it was a little bit too modest, then even if you have another one right there, you'd have to make a new bracha. Good. But anyway, ner chanukah l'chayr is category, not category B. So, it would seem that um, it would require another bracha, but we're, we're almost done. There's one more. We're not quite done. We're not quite ready to to um, close the book on this on this curious case of the trick wick. There's one final chapter that we have to explore together, and that seems to be a stira within category B itself. Okay, so what are we saying about category B? We're saying category B, again, is where you need an item, you need a mitzvah item, but the mitzvah item is incidental. It's just conditional. The mitzvah is kriya, do a kriya. The mitzvah is here, the shoifer. And I, I can't really, it's not called sand of a shoifer without a shoifer. It's not called kriya without a torah. The mitzvah is the kriya, the mitzvah is the shmiya. So we said from the Mishnah Brura that you don't have to make a new bracha if the first one turns out to be squalified because you're making a bracha on the Kriya, mali zu, mali acheres. So by a shoifer, what should come out? What should be the halacha by a shoifer? If you make a bracha on a shoifer, the Baltakeh is worse nightmare. What's the Baltakeh is worse nightmare? Find the crack in the shoifer, it's possible. Well, finds a crack in the shoifer, that's not his worst nightmare because that's not his fault. What's the Baltakeh's worst nightmare? He can't blow! That's the Baltakeh's worst nightmare. You see how much of a block he has in this, right? He doesn't even want to face this. He won't even think about it. Baltakeh's worst nightmare. Worst nightmare is he picks up the shayfer and sablustnished, sablustnished, it doesn't go sagatnished. So sometimes batakei, every batakei knows says you have to get a different shayfer. Sometimes, you know, sometimes like it was just now, it wasn't a good zibu. What? Exactly, exactly. Sometimes I'm all, Surly's right, Surly's right. He's 100% right. The Sutton family, yes. Try to knock the Sutton net, yeah. So sometimes you need the zibu shani, right? There was like, or it could be the, the mazalas, the, 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 it was the, wasn't the right, the zivigrishan with him and this shoifer, his shoifer and the shama, with this particular shoifer didn't work. Sometimes it could be the salt that is in this shoifer. Sometimes you need to bring out a new shoifer. And sometimes the second shoifer yeah. will go. As vetzach blazen, right? So what's the halacha? What's the halacha? If the Baltakeh makes a bracha on the shoifer, 
and either then he discovers it's possible or it just doesn't go and he has to grab another one. What's the halacha? Based on everything that we said, what should the halacha be? No new bracha. No new Category B. Made a bracha on the blood. Ma'ali shoifer zu, ma'ali shoifer acheres. Mishabrura paskins otherwise. Mishabrura paskins otherwise. Mishabrura paskins like this. Mishabrura says. Oh, yeah. He says like this, if halfway through the tekiyas you have to switch the shoifer, so you already started blowing the tekiyas with one shoifer, but then it just then the satan jumps in in the middle, right? If you blow shoifer acher, ain't zarech levarch. Avol bein bracha letchias hatekiyas, but if you make a bracha and you just can't get a gong with the shoifer and you need to switch shoifers, zarech levarch, you have to make a new bracha. Explicit mishmaru, you do have to make a new bracha. What? Not, so if you're in the middle, you don't, but if you don't... Yeah, so that's start, because the bracha already took effect on, on the first shoifer, and that's always the rule. If the bracha took effect, even to continue the mitzvah, you don't need to make a new bracha anymore, because the bracha already took effect. The mitzvah is to hear, you don't need to like, hear all hundred... Uh, right, yeah, mitzvah. yeah, you already start the bracha, that's, that's, a, that's a, 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 um, a tangential idea in Hilchah's bracha, is that once the bracha took effect, then, 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 then you can continue on the base of that bracha, even but is if. Is there rules that you need to hear the greater of? Well, you get two tekiyas in, and that's it. Yeah, that's it's still okay. Once the bracha took effect, it took effect. You don't make a new bracha. Any call? Oh, what? Any call? It's, it passes. It means any call. Yeah, any call. Any call would be good enough. Not like a basics for to be a daraisa. Any call. And and he says the same thing elsewhere. He says he says like this. He says again. Lashitasa. The Mishnah says. If you made the bracha and you need to switch it for another shayfer because it doesn't go, so the second time the shayfer says later on, since the, the uh, Baltic, he's talking about a Baltic who has like two or three shayfers in front of him. A lot of the times the Baltic will have two or three shayfers there, right? So he says, if he has three shayfers there, he's thinking that, you know, he might have to start with this and switch to this and switch to that. So he had in mind for all of them. But it's implicit in the Mishra let's say you didn't have it in mind. A shaver you did not have in mind, and you have to bring you another one. You have to make a new bracha. It's clear again, Mishnah Baru, in two places that a shaver is not like the sefer Torah. That even though a shaver is certainly in category B, it's not the chetzah mitzvah. The mitzvah item over there is not being used to perform the mitzvah. It's just conditional to perform the mitzvah. The mitzvah is not take the shaver and blow it. The mitzvah is to hear a sound that's produced by a shaver. It should be therefore something that fits that that is clear cut category B. And the mitzvah is going on the shmiya, on the hearing of the sound, not on this particular shayfer. It should be like the sefer Torah, mali zum eliyacheres. Yet the mishnah says you got to make a new bracha if they switch the shayfer. Because it what? has to be one call. It's a different shayfer. It's a different call. What's the difference in the well, why in the kriya doesn't have to be one kriya? No, it's the same oh, kriya. What call it is? This is like a different call. One is a deeper. This is going to be a deeper call or something. What do you mean with that? Then you should so have to change. Have to, it's a new bracha. It's a new no. call. And since it's a different call, therefore what? Why? Why should a different call require new bracha? What? So Menachem is saying different shoifers make different koilas. Different shoifers make different sense. He speaks to the Bali Takeh, they'll tell you that's correct. But um, does it have to be a particular type of call to be Yaisa the Mitzvah? No. The Gemara says, right? Any sand that the shayfer makes, even the spluttering, guttering sand, right? Even a coughing, wheezing sand that the shayfer makes, it's still good, right? Any sand the shayfer makes is good. So Menachem is right that different shayfers make different sounds. 
that wouldn't seem to answer this problem up because it's good. This shayfer, the black one makes one sand, the white one makes a different sand, the marble shayfer makes a third kind of sand. But any sand is good for the shayfer, right? So Nachum is pointing out a difference between the shayfers, but it wouldn't seem to help us. However, I believe that the core of what Menachem is saying can be used to answer this question up. Let's let's pursue what Menachem is saying. Let's continue with this. There's no intrinsic difference between different kailas. Shoifer, you get the mitzvah shoifer regardless of the sound that the shoifer makes, even though every shoifer has a signature sound, and you speak to the, the Bali Takei, Rabbi Hafen will tell you that he can close his eyes, he, if he hears a shoifer, he knows what shoifer, what color the shoifer was, he knows how long it was, and he knows how thick the mouthpiece was, you can just tell by the sound, right? If it was marbled or not. Every shoifer, and how, what, the, what the angle of the curvature was, just by the sound, by the sound. So every shoifer has its distinct signature sound, that's true, that's true. But yet, the sand doesn't factor into the mitzvah. What if, though, Rabbi Sai, let's jump back to the Sefer Torah. We said, by a Sefer Torah, what, what's the reason why when the Sefer Torah turns out to be puzzled, they can make a switch room and bring the second one out? And I don't have to make a new brach on the second one. What was the reason the Mishnah Bruce said? Mali. Mali, zoom, Mali, Because what was I making the brach on? The reading. On the reading. What if the Baal Kaira said to everyone, he said, I love the Sefer Torah so much, and I know... When I, when I open the Sefer Torah, the Shechina is here. And I feel the Shechina from the Sefer Torah because I know this Sefer, every time he wrote the Sefer Torah, not only, not only he went to the Mikvah before every Shem Havaya, he went to the Mikvah um, before, 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 um, before um, every time it says Moshe's name also, and Avram Avinu, and he, 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 he um, learned Torah from the best in between Every Shem Havayu also. So this this Sefer Torah, this Sefer Torah, is um, is uh, is Mamish. Um, I, when I have the Sefer Torah, open, I feel the Shechina, and I don't want to read from any other Sefer Torah. This is this is the only Sefer Torah I'm planning on reading up today. In, in short, when he read from the Sefer Torah, he said explicitly, "I have Kavana to do Kriya from this Sefer Torah." This is the only Sefer Torah I'm going to do Kriya from. What if he had explicit kavana to only read from this one? And then it turns out, in this Sefer Torah, that he feels the Shekhinah, and it turns out there's a psul. There's a oh, that'd make a difference. It probably looks well. What if he had kavana beferish? It's quite possible. It's quite possible that now we would have to make a new bracha. Why? Because he locked the bracha into this particular Sefer Torah. What the Mishnah is saying is that the stam das of people is that the bracha, when you're doing a mitzvah in category B, the Cheptashal mitzvah is only there as a condition for the mitzvah, but is not is not is not is not uh, something that is being performed with. So stam das is on the action, the activity, not on the chefta because the mitzvah is not in the chefta. This is in the activity. But that's the mishabrut sharing was the stam das. That's that's the, that's the 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 implicit mindset of everyone. The bracha is not going on the sefer. The bracha is going on the kriya because. What's interesting, the Sefer Torah and another Sefer Torah, the mitzvah is not doing something with the Sefer Torah, the mitzvah is reading from the Sefer Torah, and the Torah is a condition that, 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 is, that, is, um, that needs to be met. What if, though, okay, so the, the Sefer Torah case notwithstanding, what if, it's, what if it's a mitzvah that fits into category B, and it gets influenced and affected, it gets affected by the cheftzah? It, the mitzvah, again, is not using the cheftzah, not using the item. The mitzvah is, um, the mitzvah is, doing something and the item is only conditioned, but the mitzvah is influenced and affected directly by the mitzvah changes based on the item. What would be an example of that? Would be Tekiah Shoifer. 
and, and this is continuing what Menachem pointed out. The mitzvah is hearing l'shmaya kol shayfer, hearing the shayfer, the sand of the shayfer, which is project, projected from the shayfer. But every shayfer makes a different sand. Every shayfer makes a different coil. Every shayfer sounds differently. If that's the case, we can say a very gishmak idea, which this is what uh, puts the whole sugya together for us. Being that, although belong the shayfer belongs clearly and firmly to category B. It's a mitzvah wherein the item, uh, the mitzvah item is only incidental to the mitzvah. The mitzvah is producing the sand, yet the sand that's produced is directly connected to the item that I'm using, and the item I'm using will create a different coil as opposed to a Sefer Torah. Every Sefer Torah, what the Kriya is in, in my voice, right? Every Sefer Torah is going to produce the same Kriya. Right, we're talking normal people, normal people who can't don't know what the shechina smells like. Right, normal people don't don't see the auras from the sefer Torah. Normal people, the the, the kriya is the same. I'm doing the same kriya regardless of the, the sefer Torah that I'm using. The, the my kriya doesn't change based on the Torah that's in front of me, but the kol shofar changes based on the shofar that you're holding. We can say that when Baal Tekei holds the shofar and makes the brach on the shofar, he actually had das that it's this particular shofar that's being used for the mitzvah because. This shoifer, although it's not, again, um, the item that is performing the mitzvah, but it is part and parcel, it's a link to the mitzvah in, in, in a basic, inherent, and intrinsic way, and therefore his das was specifically on the shoifer. So although normally category B, we say mali zu, mali acheres, that's only when I don't have a specific kavan on this specific item, that, that's, that's kind of an indicator that my kavan is a general kavan on the action. But if there's... If the type of shoifer factors into the mitzvah, then we say the opposite. That my kavanah was on this particular shoifer because my belonging the shoifer is going to sound differently because I'm using this shoifer. Therefore, my kavanah will be on this particular shoifer and it's category B kind of emulating category A. That's l'chayra, the, the resolution to the otherwise contradiction in category B. So just again, in summary, in summary, let's just summarize what we're holding over here. We have two types of mitzvahs. That, rec- that use items. There's, there's, there's two types of mitzvahs altogether, one that uses items, one that doesn't use items, like Kriya Shema and, and, and the like. There's mitzvahs that ha- require items. In the, in the category of mitzvahs that require items, there's A and B. The, the item is used directly for the mitzvah. The, item, the, the mitzvah is take this item and do a mitzvah with it. It says, Tzfilin, Lulav and Ezrig, near Hanukkah. Um, there's mitzvahs that, that the item is only conditional in the performance of the mitzvah. The Shoifer, the Sukkah, um, Kriyas HaToyrah. And in the second category, the first category, if my kavon is on a particular item and, and, and I made a bracha and it turns out it's disqualified, avadi, you have to make a new bracha because the, the mitzvah was on the on the, the item itself that you're doing the mitzvah with. Category B, we don't say that unless unless this item shows up in the mitzvah itself. The item makes a difference in the mitzvah like the shoifer. But if the item doesn't make a difference in the mitzvah itself, then we say mali zu mali acheres. So getting back to Ner Hanukkah, it would seem to be poshit that if you have a wick, and you set up the wick and the oil, and the wick doesn't light, and you have to switch it after you made the bracha. You have to make a new bracha because the mitzvah is lahadlik der shalchanago, and it's like that this is being discovered to be disqualified. It's like the luvneser discovering to be disqualified. <clears throat> the only way out would be what if, again, in the case of the the curious case of the trick wick, what if they switch the wick but they put it back into the original oil? What if the oil is still there? Mm-hmm the original oil what if the original oil is still there that could be a game changer because one could argue perhaps that that the oil and the wick together form the chef shel mitzvah and if i still have at least the oil there the, the bracha took effect and the oil was that was enough to 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 sustain the original bracha 
this could be argued both ways. One could say, well, but the totality of the mitzvah package wasn't there. I need the wick together with the oil. I only have the oil, not the wick. So the bracha, what, 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 I don't have the bracha. Or you could say, if I have shirayim of the bracha, that's good enough. There is a halacha by birchas hanenin. Um, the same parallel shows up right there. What if you have a, you, have a, you want to eat an apple, you pick up an apple and make a ha'itz on the apple. I'm only planning on eating one apple. I'm only planning on eating this apple. And you bad take about you make the ha'itz. You look at it and you see it's full of worms. It's full of worms. That's right. So you toss it at, but you want to go to the fridge and take another apple. You don't, you don't lose the ha'etz. What's the halacha? You have to make a new ha'etz because your bracha was on the first one, not on the second one. You only plan eating one apple. What if you um, want to drink a cup of coffee, make a shackle, and the whole cup tips over? You have to go around and make another cup. And you're someone who only has one cup of coffee at a time. You have to make a new bracha, right? What if there's a little bit of coffee left from the first coffee? Then the halacha is you don't have to make a new bracha. You can add a new cup so the original coffee that the bracha went on, and that kind of extends the bracha to the rest of the coffee, even if you weren't planning on having a second cup. So here, there's room to argue that maybe the oil, if the, you still have the oil from the original wick, even though you replaced the wick, that that's like the droplets of coffee left from the first cup, and that can bring the, the bracha onto the new wick. There's room to argue such a thing. But, but, but that would be the first yeah, cup, Rabbi, because you spill it, you didn't yeah, have it. Not that, no, no, I'm saying if a little bit of coffee yeah, is left in the first cup, then you don't have to make a new bracha. Oh, you mean if you don't spill it, if you drink it. No, no, I mean if, let's say, it tips over. You make the shackle, it tips over, but there's a little bit left. Right, but you didn't... And now you refill it. But you didn't drink the coffee. Right, but the... You're saying it's not, it's a second cup. It's really essentially the first cup, because you didn't drink it yet. Well, uh, you agree with what I'm saying? You're disagreeing. Disagreeing. I said like this. I said if the whole thing spills out, and you forget about it spilling out. You didn't have any, so technically it's still your first cup. I want to know if the shahakal is still active or the shahakal is is lost. Correct. I made a shahakal because you didn't have it. So again, I said two cases. Just to make sure that we're all on the same page here. Okay. I make a shahakal. Okay. Then before I get a chance to drink, the whole cup spills out. Okay. And I have to pour a new cup. Then you have to make a new shahakal because the cup that I made on doesn't is not around anymore. But if I make shahakal and the cup tips over, but there's a little bit left, and then I quickly re- refill it, I don't have to make a new shahakal because being that there's still remnants of the, the coffee that I made the original shahakal on, that brings the shahakal to the rest of the coffee. But you didn't have any. Right. I think what Stan is saying is not type de Dibor, like as Shmuel was saying. You, know, you didn't you have, have any, and therefore what? So what's the problem? I, I'm about to right. have it. it I'm going to have it right now. Time, right. You pour it, so Correct. you would have to make a Dibor. I think right. that's what Yosef Shmuel was saying. Are you saying there's a time lapse? Yeah. Is not, that what you mean? Not only a time no, 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 lapse. No, 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 no. Not only yes or no. Yes. Is the problem the time lapse? Uh, no, I don't think he's talking about the time lapse. He's asking about something else. No, I'm asking about the time lapse. Yes. The time lapse is not a problem. As long as I didn't get distracted in the meantime, as, as long as I stay focused, the time lapse is not a factor. So you don't clean up the coffee, you go and you get yourself another coffee. Yeah, if you have fear of God, don't clean up that coffee. <laughs> <laughs> clean it up. So after. that goes back to the, the question about um, the wick and the oil? Why yeah, the time lapse is not a, as long as you stay okay. focused. There is some, some things, sometimes a halach of or a few seconds, but, but that's, um, if I stay focused the whole time, then, then the time factor is not an issue. Okay, and then back to your original statement of the oil and the wick, right? Is some people say if the oil is still the same, it's still okay. I'm saying that, and there's no some people. This is not really discussed so much over here. But, but uh, I, I, I believe that if the oil is still there, we could, we could perhaps argue that's like a little bit of the coffee left behind that brings the bracha to the new coffee, even though I didn't have in mind the new coffees. So the, the bracha was chal on the oil, even though yes, you need the oil and the wick working together. But we could say that the oil will bring the bracha. To a replacement wick. It happens, so that, that, perhaps we could argue that it happens to be in this case, in this case they switched the whole thing. 
the fellow who texted me the Shiloh. The wick didn't work, so for whatever reason, they just switched it with a new cup. With I guess maybe he had those pre-filled wicks or something. Oh, yeah. and they switched it with a, with a brand new one. That was, that was the Maisa Shalya It's quite possible, again, that if it would be the old oil, even if it's a new wick, you could say, well, I have something in front of me that the bracha took effect, and it'll bring... Send the bracha to the wick. That wasn't what they did. Anyway, so I texted him an hour later. I said, yeah, you have to make a new bracha. So what happened? Here's this, the, the end of the story. Is they, he has to dance to his neighbor. The dance to his neighbor said, as long as they did it right away, they don't have to make a new bracha. Um, I don't believe that's the halacha. I believe the halacha is, is exactly as he said. It's like tzitzis, like tefillin, that since the bracha was made on this wick and this oil and you switched the whole thing, the bracha was chal on this chef, so it doesn't make a difference. Even if you chap it in take a dibor, you, you lost the bracha, like the apple that's rotten, like the uh, tzitzis and the tzvillin that are found to be puzzle. Um, Even if the other We'll take some questions. Okay, but I'll send it. Um, uh, there's other people waiting. We'll take the questions in order. But but anyway, okay, so that's the uh, the sugya. Thank you for joining. Lichter, Chanukah, Rabbi Sefer, Chanukah. And uh, a wonderful week.